ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, and good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. It is Wednesday, February 27th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Phone lines this hour, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Brought to you by Miller Lite. Old true, great taste, only 96 calories. The original light beer. Coming up on the program this hour, we're going to hear from Marshall assistant coach Cornelius Jackson. He's corny to most of us. Marshall, of course, in action tomorrow night, 7.30 in Ruston, Louisiana, taking on Louisiana Tech. We'll have that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30. And we've got a lot to get into today. Earlier today, over at the dot, softball was in action, taking on the Ohio Bobcats. And guess what? Hurd wins this one, and the only way you hope could happen. Hurd beats Ohio 8-0 in five innings. That's right, they shut it down after... Five innings. Only thing I wish the herd could have done was score more early and end it quickly. But they got five innings in, and of course the herd gets the victory. Megan Smith's doing a great job right now. You you look at this game, they haven't been at the dot to play. They get in the dot, they take on Ohio. That's a big game for herd fans. That's a big game I'm hoping for the kids on the squad, the student athletes, take care of business. Yeah. You're going to win some friends, and you're going to definitely endear yourself to herd fans every time you beat Ohio. So that happens today. I'll tell you what, can't wait to get the Coach Smith back on. I really can. I mean, she has um, definitely, I think, been the perfect replacement. And really, you can't replace Shonda Stanton, but I think she's come in. She's got her own way of doing things, and I think she's definitely – going to make her mark at Marshall University. So far, the early indications show that, hey, she knows what she's doing and she's getting good results. So softball victorious today in five innings over Ohio, eight to nothing. That's a good score. We've got basketball action tonight in the area. I think the games of note, at least for the broadcast area, for those of you listening on the podcast, well, uh, your mileage may vary. But tonight, at least uh, for our broadcast side, Tonight at Spring Valley High School, number three, Cabell Midland, number two, Hurricane, and then that's going to be followed up by number four, Hur- I'm sorry, number four, Huntington at number one, Spring Valley. Spring Valley's the host, so Huntington's basically on a road game. Midland and Hurricane, it's a neutral game for them. Shoo, that's a, that's a tough group right there. You, uh, you've earned your way out if you get past that group. If you're Spring Valley, you win, yeah, you've earned it. If you're Huntington, you get out of that, yeah, you've earned it. Same thing for Midland, same thing for Hurricane, so... That's what it looks like. Championship going to be on Friday at Spring Valley. Should be a fun one no matter which team wins. So, as I mentioned earlier, we've got Courtney coming up. Marshall University assistant coach Cornelius Jackson as the Thundering Herd facing off against Louisiana Tech tomorrow night. Going to be in Ruston. Herds back at Ruston again. Then, got to go to North Texas. Got to go to Denton. And then you get to come back home. Now, Conference USA, here's what the standings look like right now. And again, Standings are important because there are teams fighting for a first-round bye. There are teams that are competing for that championship, which Old Dominion pretty much has got locked up just about. And then there are teams that are fighting for a position in the postseason. We'll go down the list. Now, Old Dominion right now is 12-3 and in conference. They win one more. I think they've got it. UTSA is 9-5. and 
Then Southern Miss is nine and six. UAB is nine and six, and Western Kentucky nine and six as the standings right now. And then North Texas, Louisiana Tech, and FIU all eight and seven. So they have now jumped ahead of the herd. The herd is eleventh in conference at seven and seven. Again, this doesn't mean anything right now until pod play is over. This means nothing. And then FAU at seven and eight. So if it ended right now, Marshall would be the eleven seed. But the good news is. That's just today. doesn't matter. doesn't mean anything until Marshall gets their four games in. Now, right now, Rice and Middle Tennessee, they're going to the tournament. is isn't locked in yet, but they're 6-9 and nine right now. Both teams on a one-game winning streak. UTEP is 3-12. and 12, Charlotte is 3-12. and 12. And if you missed the results on Saturday that brought us to this, Old Dominion got the win over Western Kentucky, 67-63. UAB got the win against Southern Miss, 76-72, and uh, Southern Miss was receiving votes at the time. So that hurt Southern Miss. Hey, Southern Miss, how you like pod play? You're receiving votes, and all of a sudden, uh, thanks for playing. FIU gets the victory over FAU, 79-76. to Middle Tennessee, they get the victory over Charlotte, 86-67, to almost locking up their spot. Louisiana Tech beats North Texas, 53 is all North Texas can handle, manage. Louisiana Tech gets 66 points. Now, Louisiana Tech's tough at home. We'll get into that later. And then Rice gets the win at UTEP, 85-81. to So now we've got action tomorrow, four games tomorrow. Western Kentucky's going to be at UAB. That's going to be a 7.30 start time. Marshall at Louisiana Tech, that's going to be a 7.30 start time. FAU at North Texas, that's going to be an 8 o'clock start time. And then Old Dominion team that's receiving votes at UTSA, that's going to be an 8 o'clock start time as well. So four games. And then Saturday, no action. Got to wait till Sunday for Conference USA action because they're playing the Saturday, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday schedule. And Marshall got a bye or they just didn't play that first uh, day. So it's going to be 12 days. When the herd gets back on the court to play a game, it's going to be 12 days in between games. And, of course, Marshall and Louisiana Tech are going to be on CUSA TV. If you want to listen to the game, we'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Also, on our sister station, 93.7 The Dog. So I'm looking forward to that as well because we've got um, going to have a lot of people, I'm sure, tuned in. CUSA TV, not the platform that I would be uh, pushing to get my games on. I mean, really, let's look at the games right now. And this isn't an indictment on Marshall because Marshall can't control some of this. Marshall can control what they can control at home. And as you look at the Marshall schedule, Marshall's game on ninth is going to be on Stadium, and their game on the 6th is going to be on ESPN+. Plus. So the Herd's doing their part to make sure that the games get exposure. The game on Sunday is going to be on Stadium at North Texas. So North Texas game is going to be on Stadium. I mean, that's a plus right there. At least three of the four are going to be on platforms that are a little bit more accessible. ESPN Plus, still subscription service, but I'm going to tell you right now, that's the subscription service that I am totally fine with paying for. After having it for a few months, evaluating it, watching everything I got with it, and the content is just there for me. Now, ask me again in a couple months, do I still have it? I'll probably say, no, I'm going to suspend it because I'm more of a, all right, I'm going to watch hockey, I'm going to watch college basketball, follow the herd, Follow Conference USA. Don't need it after a certain point. Maybe they'll have something there that will entice me. I don't know if uh, fighting is going to do it enough for me. As much as I like boxing, as much as I like MMA, I don't know if that's going to do it for me enough. Not a soccer guy, so if you're a soccer person, oh, this is going to be a great platform for you. But I'm okay with this. As far as a platform for Conference USA, sure, 
if you're paying for ESPN, you're paying for Fox Sports, you're paying for CBS Sports Network on your regular cable or satellite package, that's where you want to be, obviously. But at the same time, I just like having $4.99 a month, log in, there's my game, boom, I've got it. And I'm not trying to upsell this. I'm not trying to sell it at all. I'm just being honest with you. That's the direction I hope if Conference USA is going to be more of a streaming conference, more of a online platform conference, this is a reason why. This is a reason why you align yourself with ESPN because it's just a lot easier. It's just a lot easier to get to the content. All right, well, we're going to take our first break. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk to Marshall Assistant Coach Cornelius Jackson. He's going to join us. We're going to talk about the game tomorrow, and we're going to talk about the team itself, how they've handled the last few days of this long stretch in between action. And that's when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to this Wednesday, February 27th edition on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming up tomorrow night, game you can hear right here. Marshall facing off against Louisiana Tech. They're in Ruston, Louisiana right now. Now the Bulldogs own the all-time series over the herd, 8-2. And the last time these two teams met, the Bulldogs won. The game was also played in Ruston. You know what? None of that matters. None of that matters because it's a new game tomorrow. And joining us on the program now, Marshall Assistant Coach Cornelius Jackson. Coach, um, good talking to you. I know Ruston has to be right now boring, monotonous. You've been there before. You you weren't there that long. I mean, it would have been nice to have this game at least in Huntington. Yeah, it would have been, but you know, we 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 kind of take the uh, take the punches as they come. Um, it's nothing really that we can do about the scheduling, so we just try to control what we can control. Uh, we've had some really good good days of practice. We had a good practice here in Ruston a few hours ago. Guys seem to uh, have energy, be energetic, and uh, have our competitive spirit back. Now, when you play tomorrow, this is going to be the first game for the squad in 12 days. Uh, how difficult, or was it actually a blessing just to have that time off? Because I know. You want to avoid things like rust. You really don't want to have these guys just like lose focus. So how do you handle having such a long stretch off? I'm sure it's more focusing on the squad itself. You know what? Uh, Whether it's a blessing or not, it's yet to be determined. Um, I think our guys are uh, more energized. They seem to have more energy, like I said earlier. Uh, We've had some good practices. We've had some good shooting practices. We had some good regular practices. So, you know, coming in, we just tried to focus. We focused a lot on us and, and ex- our execution and getting ourselves together. Uh, but these last few days has been a, a mixture of focusing on LaTeX and uh, Marshall as well. Now, this will be your first game in pod play, and Marshall had the Saturday off, so this will be the first time the Herds got to play. So there's been some action already, and already Louisiana Tech has uh, played. They beat North Texas 66-53, to so... I know you're in charge of the scouts, so what did you see uh, when seeing those guys again? A lot of the same stuff that we've seen the first first game. 
you know, Bracey, Bracey's really good. Um, they have they have several long athletic guys that can hit the glass when the shot goes up. Um, but again, it's more it's more about us. You know, it's more about us coming out and playing with the alertness that we need to have, playing with the competitive spirit that we need to have for 40 minutes. You know, we we we, we came down here um, before and the second half we turned it up a little bit and ended up losing a game in overtime that we could have easily won. Um, so for us, it's, it's more about what we do. You know, they're they're pretty much doing a lot of the same thing. Um, so right now, again, it's us. Our our competitive spirit, our alertness, our discipline, and our toughness, and willingly win. Marshall assistant coach Cornelius Jackson joining us on the program. The herd in action tomorrow, first game in 12 days when they take the court. Now, throw all that out. This is a team that is really good at home. You know this. You've been there already. So is it just a matter of going out there, executing, not you know rallying late, just taking care of – everything you need to early. I mean, it's tough to beat this team at home. Nobody's been able to do it so far. Well, I think, I think in, in, in the league and even in the country, I mean, it's, it's tough to win on the road uh, for the opposing teams. And I, I think, like I told you earlier, if, if we come in with the, with the right focus and the right competitive spirit, I think we can beat anyone definitely in our conference. And we proved that we've proven that we beat uh, old dominion who's first in our league. We beat them at home already this year. We played Western Kentucky. He was right up there, tough at their place, uh, with a chance to win with three or four minutes in the game. And again, it's about us. We we have the talent um, to to get to get it done. They're eight zero at home in conference. They they've had some really close games at home. Again, we're we're up. Uh, last time we were here with the, what nine seconds, and Bracey goes full court and kind of banks winning off the glass, and then we end up that took it to overtime, and then we end up losing in overtime. So we're you know, we're capable of getting it done. It's, it's about us and how we come out. How far do you think this team has come? Because that last game, you look at the overall performance, there were a lot of guys in double digits. Now, I know it's not about who scores the most. It's just that everybody contributes. But you had a lot of guys in that last game chip in, contribute it. Was that maybe the start of what you guys are finally looking for at this stretch run, a complete team effort by everybody, or at least the execution is there for everyone? You know what I – I hope I hope that's uh you know, that, that that's what we're moving forward, looking forward to. You know, John and those guys can score, C J Burks, I mean those those guys are twenty point scorers. Um, we're really we become a really good team when, when Tavian Kinsley and Jansen Williams and Rondale and those guys play like they're capable of, then we become a really good team in my opinion. Um, but that just says about the talent again on on the team. Any guy is capable for going uh going going for twenty points or more. Uh, we can get multiple guys doing it at one time. Obviously, we become a, a tough uh, team. Have you felt any urgency with guys like John and, and CJ, knowing that at some point this ride's going to be over? So have you felt that urgency? They know that this is going to come to an end eventually, and they just want to make this as long as a ride as possible? You know what? We we try not to really focus on that. Uh, Coach, Coach D'Antoni talks all the time just about enjoying enjoying the now. And we try to keep those guys in the now and enjoying in that and just focusing on the next game and playing that game to the fullest and then worrying about the next game when it comes. So we, we really don't really don't focus on that. I mean, obviously, I, I um, as a player, I went through that. And it, it's it's different. You know, you're seeing a year, you start to when you start to focus on that, it can bother you. But we have several guys. I mean, Rondell Watson, uh, uh, Christian Damon, all of those guys are 
our seniors. But again, we try not to try not to focus on that. We just try to play and prepare for the game ahead. And that's an advantage for you because you've gone through it, you've done it, so you you know what to look for uh, and help these guys because guys handle it differently. Everybody's a different guy out there. For sure, you know. Again, it, it bothers some guys uh, more than not. But again, like I told you, Coach D'Antoni does a great job of just telling these guys to focus on the next game and and everything else will take care of itself. When you look at, yeah, again, Rondell, throw him out there as well because he's a key yeah, ingredient here. And, and CJ, and you look at John, and you look at where these guys are at, and you've played with some really good guys. I know it's still early to, to talk about this, uh, but when it's all said and done with those guys, and we hope we're talking about this long after uh, you know next month, but just if you could – Put into perspective what these guys have meant, you know, how they compare to, to guys you've played with. Because really, these last few years, it's, it's felt like everything's come together. This has been a really special group from coaching all the way down to players, equipment managers, everybody. It feels like it's a special group. Yeah, we talk about that again. That's another thing that Coach uh, emphasizes. And he tells us all the time that everybody's important, you know, from, from the first guy, from the top to the bottom, uh, everybody that's involved with us and our program is, is very important. And we, and we try to pride ourselves on that. Uh, we try to pride ourselves on, again, John, who's your top guy, having the, having the right energy to the equipment guy, having the right energy to the management, to the assistant coaches. So we pride ourselves on, on everybody being a one accord. Um, as far as the talent level, I mean, these guys obviously are really good. They, they uh, have taken Marshall to heights that it's never been or 31 years at least. Um, the style of play is different. You know, you mentioned I play with some very talented guys, Kamar Slade, Van, you know, Van Hoos, uh, Travis Young, and I could go on and on and on. Um, but the, the the game is different. You know, I, I would I would love to have seen Tamar play in today's game as, as well as he could score, being a 6'9 and playing as a guard. But again, you, you can't look at that. You know, these guys, the way the game is being played today, these guys are really effective. Um, the way Coach D'Antoni coaches the game, you know, to me, He's ahead. He was ahead of the curve as far as college coaches. You know, you look at college basketball and it's starting to evolve slowly. But when he came to Marshall, he brought a style to college basketball that not a lot of people were doing. And that's giving guys freedom, trusting them, giving them freedom to make plays, shooting a bunch of threes, running, moving the ball. And uh, John and those guys have, have made it look really good and they took it to another level, obviously, with uh, last year's success. Hey, if I remember correctly, you could go too. So let's throw your name in there. You could go. <laughs> Marshall yeah, you know what? I, I uh, you know, I try not, I try not to tell my Marshall stories because, again, it's not about me; it's about these guys. I've been around uh, uh, the older guys that, that that they stay hating. They call it hating. Oh, he's hating on the young generation. But uh, you know, I, I enjoy the guys and I enjoy the way they play. Obviously, they're a talented bunch, and I'm just here to help. Marshall assistant coach Cornelius Jackson joining us tomorrow night. Marshall faces Louisiana Tech, 7:30 p.m. in Ruston. Game you can hear right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And then after that, back to Texas, uh, take on North Texas. And then finally we get you back home March 6th, March 9th, to take on the Florida schools once again. And I'm uh, looking forward to that. But in just evaluating um, how this pod play has been so far, I mean, what's your early impression? I know we've only had one group of, of teams play, but – What's your impression of how it's going so far? And, you know, if, if I mean, I know it's early, but yeah, this is supposed to hopefully help Conference USA. It's yet to be determined. I guess it's one of those things that you have to play out and then see what the end result is and then kind of evaluate it from there. 
us being off, I think we're off 11 to 12 days. Again, I'm not I'm not sure if it if it helps or it hurts, you know. So it's kind of one of those things you got to kind of play out, let play out, let the tips fall where they may at the end, and kind of reevaluate it if it's healthy for the league or not. Cornelius Jackson, our guest, Marshall assistant coach. Uh, don't have too much fun in Ruston. Uh, I know um, I know this travel to Texas and Louisiana. You guys are uh, probably what hold up in the hotel room, just uh, chomping at the bit, ready to go. Yeah, it's been, you know, 12 days off, and then uh, yesterday was a long, long travel day. I think we left, uh, we left, Tall- well, we got to Charleston uh, 1.30, 2 o'clock, and then we finally got settled in here, I want to say 10.30, uh, um, their time, Central Time. So it was a long day, but again, it was it, it's fine for us because we, we practiced this afternoon, and then we kind of get a chance to relax and kind of regroup and get used and get some rest and get used to the time change and hopefully come out tomorrow and uh, be victorious at the end of all of it. Well, we're looking forward to uh, getting you back here. Uh, I know you've got to take care of road business first, but uh, looking forward to it because after the next week, we're talking tournament time. I can talk tournament. You can't yet. I can talk tournament. And, uh, uh, I just know um, I hope this is uh, going to be the shortest trip uh, on the road for you because um, you got four days in Texas. I'm just planning your week for you when you get to the tournament. Four days in Texas at least. <laughs> I appreciate it. I hope you're right. You know, last year was a lot of fun. Uh, we enjoyed that ride. Obviously, going to to the tournament, beating Wichita, and then uh, facing a tough West Virginia team. But if we can repeat that again and 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 bottle it up and kind of make the same thing happen this year that happened last year, I know we'll uh, we'll be we'll be happy at the end result. Good luck on the road. We'll talk to you soon, Coach. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's Coach Cornelius Jackson, Marshall assistant coach, Thundering Herd taking on Louisiana Tech tomorrow night. 7.30 in Ruston, Louisiana, and then they'll take on North Texas uh, on Sunday. We'll have those games for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30. All right, we're going to take our next break, come back. We'll break down what's happening across high school basketball. We'll take a look at Conference USA as well as far as the rest of the games you can look forward to. And we will get your phone calls in. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30. The Drive with that tri-state broadcasting legend, man among men, the most talented man on the... Who writes this crap? Here's Paul Swan. What? What's that about? Man, good help is hard to find these days. Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, you can always go back and catch it on the podcast. That's right, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Tune in. You can find us on TuneIn. We're easy to find there. And, of course, go to our website, wrvc.com. Appreciate everyone listening in today. And, of course, don't forget, tomorrow night is going to be Herd Basketball. Thundering Herd facing off against Louisiana Tech, 730. Ruston is where the game's going to be held. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 as the herd trying to get an elusive win. The Bulldogs 15-0 and at home this season. And as we mentioned, Western Kentucky, UAB tomorrow night as well. Florida Atlantic at North Texas. And then Old Dominion taking on UTSA. And then Sunday. In a way, I'm kind of glad they're not playing Saturday. You're playing Thursday and then travel. Of course, it's a little fairer, I think. Because Louisiana Tech is at FIU, and then UTEP, they're taking on Charlotte. 
and those are long hauls, right? Middle Tennessee, they're at Rice. Again, that's a long haul. UAB's at UTSA, not so terrible. And, of course, Marshall, they're taking on North Texas. So, hey, the good news is they don't have to fly across the country. They just have to take on these two teams on the road and then get back home, and it's easy from there. FIU at Marshall, that's a, that's a relatively easy trip. They're going to be coming up after hosting Louisiana Tech and then Marshall on Saturday the 9th taking care of business, hopefully against Florida Atlantic. But you look at the travel here. Rice has got to go to Charlotte on the 6th. Tech has got to go to FAU. Southern Miss has got to go to Old Dominion, so that's not too terrible. UTSA has got to go to Western Kentucky. That's a little haul. Middles at UTEP. And then the Saturday schedule, Old Dominion's at UAB, so a little haul there. Uh, UTSA at Southern Miss, we mentioned North Texas at FIU. Charlotte at Rice, we mentioned UTEP at Middle Tennessee. So that's the haul right now. Now, if I'm a betting man, depending on how this plays off, they're going to do this for a few years. I don't think this is going to be a one-and-done with this system. I just hope the women don't adopt it. I like the way the schedule's worked out for the women right now. And, of course, the women... They're still in the hunt at least to get a first-round bye. That has left Marshall. Marshall does not have an opportunity. Because right now, the standings, if it ended today, Western Kentucky is the odd man out. Because Old Dominion is one, UTSA is two, Southern Miss is three, and then UAB is fourth. Western Kentucky would be fifth. North Texas is sixth. Louisiana Tech, seven. FIU is eight. Marshall... Ninth, FAU 10, if I'm doing this right here, Rice and Middle 11 and 12. Poor UTEP. UTEP, UTEP is going to have to win out if they want to get into the tournament. UTEP's going to have to win out. So they're going to beat Charlotte or Charlotte's going to beat them. Either way, Charlotte or UTEP's going to be 4 and 12. And then they're going to have to hope that Middle Tennessee or Rice lose. Now, what are the chances of that happening? Okay, Middle Tennessee is going to be at Rice. So, Middle or Rice are going to move up. So, Middle's either going to be 7-9 and nine or Rice is going to be 7-9. and nine. So, that'll put one of those teams at 6-10. and 10. Then... Let's look at March 6th. You've got Rice at Charlotte. Okay. That could eliminate someone or move someone forward. You have Middle at UTEP. So that's either going to advance somebody or or that's going to lock somebody out. And it all wraps up with Charlotte at Rice and UTEP at Middle Tennessee. So Middle Tennessee, if they they can win, they're in, I think. Because if UTEP or Charlotte wins straight out, one of those teams will be six and twelve. If one of those teams are six and twelve, 
depending on where those losses come for Rice or Middle Tennessee, one of those teams could maybe jump up. One of the teams in the bottom top, if you want to call it that, could drop. At least they got something to play for. If it was a little closer, it might be more interesting, but it's going to sort itself out here the next uh, cycle or two. But right now, UTEP's got something to play for. I mean, that's a plus right there, I think, that they've got something to play for. Everybody else in conference right now, the top five are playing for just seeding and a conference championship. Old Dominion can lock that up. If Old Dominion beats UTSA, that makes Old Dominion 13-3. and And then all they have to do is just uh, cruise on in. Now, they want to beat Southern Miss. They want to beat UAB. They, they beat them. They're going to look really good, at least overall record, because they're 22-6 and six right now, and they're receiving votes. Now, I don't know how much that's going to matter at the end of the day because of the tournament, where they're going to select the teams from if a team ranked in the top 25. If they're going to look at that and go, you know, they didn't get out of their conference tournament. They lost their championship game. So you know, do we reward them? Do we give them an at-large bid? No, it depends on... I really think it depends. I mean, if it's uh, Old Dominion losing to one of these other top teams in the championship game, I mean, it just depends. 22-6, and six, they're going to have to go, I think, win out until the conference championship game, if we're going to even entertain that. If we're going to even entertain that. If you're not going to bring an at-large team in from Conference USA outside of the champion then I don't know what this whole pot play does for you. Because right now, Marshall, they're trying to just get into a, a better seed. And their attitude basically, look, we're just trying to get better. They haven't even played a game yet. And they're just trying to get better. They're 7-7 seven and seven right now. They're 500 in conference. They could go into this thing 11-7. and seven. If they went out 11-7, and seven, 18 and 13, which I don't think is good enough for an at-large somewhere. NIT is more like I'm thinking. Again, because you've got UTSA. UTSA is 15 and 12. More likely, it's Southern Miss at 17 and 10 or UAB at 17 or 11 that you kind of look at maybe. North Texas at 20 and 8. I don't know if those late losses really keep them from getting an at large bid. Maybe NIT. If you had to pin me down right now, your NIT team, if it's Old Dominion winning the conference, your NIT team is probably, I'm going to say North Texas. I would put them there. And I would probably say. UAB at 17 and 11 is a possibility. And Southern Miss at 17 and 10 right now. But again, Old Dominion's 1 6. They're 9 and 1 in their last 10. UAB 6 and 4. They've won three in a row, but six of their last 10. Six and four in that span. Southern Miss is 7 and 3 in their last 10, but they lost their last one. 
UTSA, I don't know, 15 and 12. And I don't think there are that many at-large bids to be had, to be honest with you, in the NIT. I know we're drawing straws right now. We haven't even seen Marshall play yet. And the final standings haven't been hashed out, and we haven't seen tournament play. So right now, it's just fun speculating to talk about, well, who's going to the tournament? I know bracketology and everything like this, which I'll fill out my bracket when the bracket's announced. Until then, I don't even want to speculate just because it's going to change. Tomorrow, it's going to change. You know, Marshall could be 7 and 8 after it's all said and done. Marshall could drop to 10th in conference. Or Marshall could move up. And they've got a few more games. Okay, we're going to take our next break. We will continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You know, one of the most pressing questions I've been getting privately in social media over the last few days is, hey, will the herd win? It's not that. You know, what do you think? Are they going to play a little rust? You know, do they have a shot at maybe winning the conference tournament? No, none of that. Usually I get those questions. Instead, you know the big question I've been getting in social media the last few days? Privately, friends mostly. Um, hey, Paul, where'd you get that? Uh, where'd you get that new Coke uh, orange vanilla? Yeah, like I'm telling you, I'm just gonna put that out there right now publicly. Like I'm telling you, not until that thing's widespread. I've got a source. I've got a supply. By the way, have you tried this yet? The brand new Coke orange vanilla. I tried the zero. If you like zero, it's good. Not my all-time favorite beverage, but if you like zero, it's a very good zero. Now, if you like regular Coke, the orange vanilla, let me let me give you an idea what this tastes like. It depends really what your tolerance is for vanilla. If you go to say anybody that has a remix machine, so if you go to any of the fast food joints that have a remix machine, like a Wendy's, for example. You go to a Wendy's. I used to go to Five Guys when um, they were actually a tenant at Pullman Square, and they had a remix machine, and I would get the Coke with orange option. And that's the ultimate Coke for me, the Coke with the orange. You just put it in the remix. That's, that's the ultimate option. But the vanilla, if you like vanilla, it's almost like an orange creamsicle. That's my impression of it. An orange creamsicle. So if you like orange creamsicles, you've kind of got an idea of what the Coke orange vanilla tastes like. And if you don't like the vanilla, then you're probably not going to go for this. I'm just going to tell you that right up front. So don't do it if you don't like the vanilla. If you like the vanilla, you like an orange creamsicle, then do it. But I'm not telling you where my supply is. I'm waiting until this thing gets widespread before I start telling you guys that. Because I'm going to go want to get one. And it's going to be out because one of you scooped it up from me, aced me out of it, without getting me one. Now, you can pick them up anywhere. I think they're pretty um, pretty much getting widespread now. Try it. It's pretty cool, though. But, yeah, I'll just kind of 
I was just sitting here. I got a message a few minutes ago before we uh, came back on the air. I was looking at messages to see, okay, what's people saying? And it's not like, hey, um, it's no, it's no, I need to know where you got your Coke orange. Hey, okay, I got another um I got another tweet right here. A private tweet. The orange vanilla Coke is delicious. I bought 12 packs today at no, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying don't don't tweet that. I'm not saying it. Not until I get there. You can do it in like an hour. All right. 90 minutes. That's don't do it. I'm like talking to one person right now through Twitter. They're responding, and I'm like, 90 minutes. Give me a head start on this. It's good though. It's worth it. Um, a little expensive. Actually, um, I'll say this. I tried to order it online. They called me. Mr. Swan, we're sorry. Um, we don't actually have it in stock. I'm like, you're lying because that's how I got the other one. Don't don't lie to me like that. You had it. Uh, you, let me talk to my manager, please. And the manager's like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we um, we we did it wrong. You can't order it online just yet. All right. Wait a minute. Eleven ninety-seven. Again, this is a communication of one right now. Eleven dollars and ninety-seven cents for three twelve packs. Actually, that's pretty good price. That's a lot better than what I was going to pay at the other store that has the online selling. That's my only hint to you. All right. You know we um. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to have two hours of this stuff, by the way. Tomorrow, it's going to be me from 5 to 6, and then from 6 to 7, me again. And I'm going to try to do two versions of this tomorrow. I'll have, hopefully, guests on the first hour tomorrow, and then I'm going to shame Bill Cornwell into actually being a co-host not just a I'm at the Marshall game, I'll sit in with you co-host variety. I'm actually going to shame him into coming in at 6 p.m. past his bedtime and get him in here so we can do some work tomorrow and talk about Marshall and Louisiana Tech. And that's what we've got coming up tomorrow on the two-hour spectacular. Um, all seriousness, thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Um, if you missed, again, any part of tonight's show, you can go back and catch it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. We're on TuneIn. We're on Spotify. You can go to our website, wrbc.com. I uh, appreciate you hanging out with me, having some fun. And don't forget, if you uh, enjoy the show, leave me a five-star review. Leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That stuff really helps. And uh, I do appreciate everyone who's uh, tuned in tonight. So for... Um, for Cornelius Jackson, appreciate him, Marshall assistant basketball coach, checking in with us from the road. I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.